Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1, featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show. I'm your host, Jim Barron. Today is Saturday, May the 14th, and I hope you recovered from Game 6 with the Lightning because in about 10 hours, we'll be dropping the puck for Game 7. That's what it's all about, Game 7s. We'll be talking about the Bulls, of course, on what they did this past week to force a Game 7, and also we'll be touching on some other playoffs with the NBA, and we'll touch on the Bucks with their schedule. The number here is 877 one jimmybsports.com will also get you there we'll be right back to kick off the show on power 90.1 two diamonds same size shape and grade one is earth grown the other is laboratory grown conflict free and at a fraction of the cost of a mined diamond fine quality laboratory grown diamonds are now available at macaulay fine jewelry in brandon Macaulay Fine Jewelry will feature these incredible diamonds at our laboratory-grown diamond event, pre-sale May 17th through the 21st, and the event will be May 24th through the 27th. Stop by our showroom at the corner of Oakfield and Kings Avenue in the heart of Brandon. Macaulay Fine Jewelry. Now, Now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Hope everyone's weekend's getting off to a good start. From a sports perspective, I'll tell you, this time of year is really unbelievable. You have the uh, Kentucky Derby that just happened last week. You have the NHL playoffs. You have the NBA playoffs. You have baseball underway. The schedule for the NFL season just came out. So, so much going on. So much to talk about. We're going to try to touch on um, most of the important items especially around here and none so more important than the lightning in about 10 hours from now the puck's going to drop up in toronto for game seven and that's what it's about game sevens there are three of them today uh we're going to touch on who's playing the other ones after we get done with the lightning but game sevens is what it's all about it's what you have the regular season for to get to the playoffs and uh hopefully your team is still playing still doing well if you're not a lightning fan and if you're not a lightning fan jump on the bandwagon because we're going for a three-peat this team does not give up they don't quit or 17 and all after a loss the series has been very, very even. And I just hope that someone told the team that they lost on Thursday night so they come back and have a great game tonight and win. Uh, it's been going, like I said, back and forth. The Lightning lost the first game of the series. They got shut out 5-zip. Uh, we all know about that one, what happened. Second one, we come back. We win that one 5-3. to three. Came back to Tampa, the Maple Leafs. Um, Won the third game five to two. We came back seven to three. So the first four games were pretty much lopsided, depending on on who won. Um, lopsided both ways. But then game five, a uh, great four to three victory for us in game five. And then again on Thursday night, another four three. But this four three was a lot different. It went to overtime. Braden Point had the game winner in overtime with 18 minutes uh, into the the first overtime session. So uh, we can talk about the game. I have an email here I want to get to from Philip in Plant City saying, how many times do you see 
Lightning fans talking about doom and gloom when the team gets down a game or even during the during the regular game itself. Is that like any other place or just just around here because we're so spoiled? Well, Philip, that's a great question, a uh, great email. And I was honestly surprised to see all the negativity this past uh, couple days after the um, Maple Leafs were up in the series. And yeah, we should, we should have won game five, but we didn't. We came back, stay positive. You have to remember this team, like I mentioned, they don't quit. Um, they may not win every game. They might not even win this series, but I can guarantee you they're not going to go out there and let the pressure get to them. Whoever wins the game in about 10 hours from now is going to be the team that number one stays out of the penalty box and number two is able to handle the pressure. And that's going to be the bottom line. And I really think that if you look at the two teams, the Lightning, the veteran team that we are, are going to be able to handle the pressure better than Toronto. Don't forget, Toronto is a lot of pressure from their fans, from their media up there. They're 0-8 since 2018, trying to close a series out. They're 0-5 in Game 7s. No, if you look... You'd be hard-pressed to pick who the better team has been so far in this series. It's a two-seed versus the three-seed, us being a three-seed. That's why Game 7 is uh, in Toronto tonight. But both these teams have been evenly matched throughout the first six games, uh, three games apiece. And it's going to come down to, like I mentioned, who is going to stay out of the penalty box because the team that has taken the less penalties have won every game in this series. Again, the team that has taken the less penalties in each game has has won every game in this series so far. So, um, pressure is going to define who's going to win this game. If I have to take which team is under more pressure, like I said, uh, Toronto's under a ton of pressure to close out a series and win. We've kind of won the last two years, and yes, it'd be nice to win again and go on to the next round, but I would have to think that there's more pressure on the opposing team than there is on us right now. So... um, no one bounces back better than we have in the series. Like I said, I think we're 17 and all in playoff uh, losses coming back to win. But there's been so much negativity. I can't understand how uh, the fans are, you know, after these games or even during the games, oh, they're done. Stamkos isn't doing anything. Kucherov's not doing anything. Vasilevsky's getting um, not his A game during the uh the games that we've lost and well let me tell you this first of all I'll start with Vasilevsky um if it wasn't for him I don't think Point would have been able to have the opportunity to score in overtime because he made at least four or five saves that I can think of to start the overtime period I mean these saves were uh you know they're just grade a saves and without him we wouldn't be this far as as where we are right now so is he playing the top of his game when he has to yes he is you can't blame some of the goals there's a double deflection obviously that's not his fault and sometimes you can't you can't see your 
you know, hindered by whether it's your own player or on the other side. But for the most part, when the chips are down, you want Vasilevsky between the pipes for your team. So I'm not buying the doom and gloom. That's all part of sports. And yes, there are some fans out there that, um, you know, really have a hard time understanding all that. And when you see a team maybe not playing up to the expectations of a year ago or two years ago, it's a whole different team. You have to realize that uh, at sometimes maybe you're not happy with the way Kucherov's playing right now. Well, sometimes on defense, I'll be the first to say, I think on defense he gets lost sometimes. And I don't see a, a 100% effort all the time with him on defense, which is why he wasn't in uh, a lot of that overtime period on Thursday night. But when the chips are down, you want him on the ice. That five on three that he had the goal to tie the game in the third period. I mean, that was clutch. And he's someone out there that that you want to see when you need a goal, whether it's his passing or his shot making ability. Uh, Palat scored. In the first period, uh, I think it was like three minutes left in the first period. Palat scored to make it one nothing, uh, going into the first intermission. Second intermission, we came out. Sorelli had an unbelievable shorthanded goal for us. Um, a spin around, a shot, circus shot that uh, made it two nothing. And when you see a shot like that, you say, "There's no way we're going to lose the game after a shot like that." So at that point it was two nothing and you know like so many times this year you know may, do we get a little bit lax I don't think so I just think that Toronto is a very good team you know when you have players um out there like Nylander and Spezza um they came out and, and they played they got a goal Austin Matthews I think 60 goals this year um they scored to make it two to one in the second period. And then what's been happening so many times in this series, you're seeing so many uh, back-to-back goals by Toronto. And that happened again after Matthew scored within a minute, um, Tavares scored for them to make it um, uh, two to two. And then Tavares scored to make it three to two. So after the second period, it was three to two. And we went into the third period. And again, Kucherov, on a power play, a five-on-three, was able to um, get the puck past Campbell to tie it up at three. And then, of course, uh, in overtime, Point was able to um, get the rebound that, that Hagel came down, scored. Kalorn and Hagel had the assists. So Point is someone that I think is playing the best of anyone on our team right now when it comes down to a time when you need a big play. He's playing tough defense. He's out there. You'll see a lot of breakaways that uh, he'll be leading the charge. And he's just someone that you have to have play well. Game sevens is going to come down to which guys are going to have the juice. Some are going to have it. Some aren't. They're going to be tired. Guys out there are tired uh, playing every other night when it comes down to this type of physical hockey. That's playoff hockey. I still think that the Stanley Cup is the hardest 
a championship to win in all of sports. It's a grueling 16 games that you have to win. So we're going to see tonight, there's going to be some players on both teams talk about the Lightning that um, when Cooper puts them out there, puts the lines together, some of them are going to be out there. They're going to have a a hop in their step. Some of them aren't. It's going to be up to him to be able to decide which players should be playing a little bit more in the game. And, you know, whether it's Point, whether it's Cooch, Sorelli, Palat, Stamkos, I look for Killorn to have a good game tonight. I think that uh, we haven't seen much of him or heard his name, but he's been playing very steady. I think he's going to step up and have a huge game tonight. I also think that uh, Perry is going to have a good game tonight for us. And Stamkos will show us why he's the captain of that team at some point tonight. His direction out there, his leadership, uh, when you put him and Hedman together out there, I think that... Um, especially on the power play, it makes us very tough to beat. And staying out of the penalty box, again, is going to be key. You're not seeing Patty Maroon play as much because of that. However, um, I think he's gotten the message pretty much to be able to go out there, play tough, play physical, but don't give the refs a chance to go ahead and blow the whistle and, and make it an uneven advantage for the other team. We'd love to hear your thoughts on what you think Game 7 is going to take for us to win and advance to the next round. The number is 877-448-7901. You can go to jimmybsports.com and shoot me an email that way. That's where you watch the sports, guys. You know That's where we watch if you want for Game 7s. So we'll be right back to keep this show going on Power 90.1. The Property Shop, your one-stop shop for all of your real estate needs. Looking for homes for sale or rent in the Tampa market? Text HOMES to 71441. That's HOMES to 71441. The Property Shop is a full-service realty and management company with a team of partners to give you that extra peace of mind. The Property Shop is truly your one-stop shop, providing stellar service in all areas of realty. And right now, new home buyers will receive a one-year home protection warranty for that extra peace of mind on your next big purchase. More info online at The Property shopusa.com or 813-655-5000. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Another email I want to get to. We have Lisa from Spring Hill saying, Jimmy B, what do you think about Tom Brady going to the booth after his year here with the Bucks into broadcasting? And we have Sean in Apollo Beach. Jimmy B, what do you think about the Bucks having the fourth most difficult schedule in the league this year? Well, I'll tell you, both you guys, thank you so much for the email. Quite honestly, it's, um, you know, May the 14th. The first game of the year is September 11th. So we have a lot of time to get to the Bucks, and we have a lot of time to talk about uh, the predictions and the schedules. It always amazes me that someone can say this team has the easiest schedule. Um, this team has one of the hardest schedules. This team, you know, is in the middle. There, it's, how do you know? What are you basing on last year's results? You base it on the draft, on, on who they're uh, picking up in the draft? Any free agent signings? I mean, how can you possibly say that? There hasn't been a game played or anybody in uh, camp yet to make that type of assessment. So um, saying all that, 
to answer the question about Brady in the booth, I don't know. I mean, uh, I'm more concerned about Brady on the field this year. Uh, he says he feels good, says he's healthy, and, you know, looking forward to camp and everything else. It's it's funny that he's someone's going to offer him a 10-year contract, I guess, Fox Sports, for like $370 million, which I think is more than his regular season earnings throughout his career. So it's really ironic that uh, it comes down to that after all the games and championships that he's won. How will he do in the booth? I don't know. I guess that's yet to be seen. Uh, the couple times that I've uh, heard him speak in some type of um, press conference or whatever, I, I wasn't overly impressed. Uh, maybe that's just his demeanor after a game. Maybe it'll be different when he's you know, getting paid to do, do a job and, and help you know, do the color analyzing for the game. I, I'm not sure, but either way, that's way, way down the road, so I'm not going to spend too much time on that. As far as their schedule goes, uh, they're saying it's the fourth most difficult in the league. Uh, if that's what they're saying, all right. I know they're saying that the Cowboys have the easiest schedule in the league, and it just so happens that that's who we're playing. Um, the first game, the first four games... Let me tell you quickly who they are. I'm not going to spend too much time, but we have at Dallas in the first game on the 11th. Uh, <laughs> say what you will, but, um, you know, Dallas is Dallas. Dak Prescott, that Jerry Jones' team, how are they going to be this year? I, I think that it will be interesting to see how they come out and what type of year they're going to have. And they're predicted to probably win the NFC East right now. Uh, won't be an easy game, that's for sure. Number two at the second week at the Saints. You know what the Saints did to us last year? Um, I don't. I'm not sure. I know that they just signed Jarvis Landry as well to add to their already good team. So that's going to be a tough game up there. The first two games on the road, and then we're home against. No slouch either in Green Bay. So uh, Aaron Rodgers and company comes to town for the third week. And then we also host KC, the Chiefs, in the fourth game. So the first four games, can you see us going on for? I don't know. I haven't heard anything yet about how the team's looking this year. And uh, I don't think you have either. So let's just wait and see with the Bucks and, and see what happens. Uh, I think right now, when I start the show... There's three game sevens tonight. The Lightning are one of them. You have Carolina at Boston playing at 4.30 today. And you have Edmonton and L.A. in the other one. Game sevens, you know, and the, and the playoffs, I think, are um, a little more interesting right now with the playoffs than uh, strength of schedule, in my opinion. I, I do appreciate the emails. Keep them coming. But we also have... Um, NBA playoffs as well. One of the best times of the year. Like I mentioned, you do have the NHL. You do have the NBA. We don't have an NBA team in Tampa. We have Orlando, but you know, Orlando's Orlando. Celtics and Bucks playing. Um, Miami closed out Philly on Thursday night in Philly in game six. Uh, I think that experiment getting James Harden uh, in Philly from New Jersey didn't work out the way that um, the 76ers wanted it to. They looked terrible. I, I think uh, they looked uh, sluggish in game five down there in Miami, and they looked just as bad in game six. Embiid, uh, people are saying he didn't play well. He was down because he didn't get uh, the MVP award. It went to uh, Jokic. Let me tell you something. If someone's... No, 
putting a knife into your hand, into your shooting hand, every couple of seconds it feels like, and someone's hitting you across the head with a two by four, um, and you're still seeing things foggy because of a concussion. I don't know how you want the guy to play. I think he went out there, just the fact that he was out there and playing and did well. Uh, they came back, they won the third and fourth game with him, and they just didn't have the uh, firepower to go out there and sustain that. Uh, Harden, uh, like I said, he had one good game. I think it was game four, but um, you know he wouldn't shoot in the second half. We got rid of, not we, but the Sixers got rid of Simmons because of his inability to want to shoot. And we get Harden, and what happens? He doesn't shoot anyway. So um, anyway, the, the Sixers are done. Miami's waiting for the winner of Boston and Miami. Uh, I mean, Boston and um the Bucks. I think that until someone beats the Bucks, they're still the champs. Uh, when you have the Greek freak out there, he's. I think he's the best player in the league right now. And if he stays healthy, then I think that the Bucks are going to uh, prevail and play uh, Miami in the Eastern Conference. On the other side, you have uh, Golden State looking to close out um, Memphis, and then you have Dallas. Um, and I think that when you look at Dallas, of course, you have Doncic over there. Uh, he's pretty uh, he's pretty unstoppable when he's able to go out there and stay out of foul trouble. The knock on him is that he doesn't play any defense. Now, which, you know, take it or for whatever it's worth, I don't think uh, he's ever going to get the defensive player of the year award, that's for sure. But um, going out there and playing against Phoenix, what's happened to Chris Paul? Uh, I, I think I don't think anyone's saying anything right now, but I think it's going to come to fruition that you're going to find out he got hurt somewhere after the second game. His production has gone down and his turnovers have gone up in the last uh, after the second game. So uh, it's quite possible that for as strong as Phoenix looked during the season, they could get eliminated this weekend as well from. Um, Dallas, and it could be Dallas against uh, Golden State in the Western Finals. Uh, again, playoff time. You know, we're going to talk about all the all the sports emphasis, of course, on the home teams here. But uh, we're going to touch on all of it. We'd love to hear your comments. 877-448-7901. JimmyBSports.com. We'll be right back to keep the show going on Power 90.1. Do you love driving, but you hate your expensive car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your current car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. Yes, it's easy to refinance your current car payment and save up to $100 a month. Could you use an extra $100 a month? Then make this call to Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your current car payment. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. You can do it all from the comfort of your home. Call today and see how much you can save. Call 800-871-9417. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Call now. 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Sports fans, welcome back. Survey question. 
Email me at sportswithpower901.com or jimmybsports.com. Let me know who your favorite sports athlete in Tampa is. Whether it's someone from the Rays, the Bolts, the Bucks, or other, just um, no need to say why it is. Just let me know who your favorite uh, sports figure is, and uh, we'll read the results next week on the show. I'm curious to see um, who it might be right now. Uh, the Rays, right, going into the weekend, heading in against the Blue, Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, we're four and a half games back behind the Yankees, sitting in second place, facing the Blue Jays, who are two games uh, worse than that, at six and a half back going into the weekend here. So it's going to be an important series. The Rays have won seven out of the last ten games. Uh, they looked well, despite being no hit, I think, last Tuesday it was, out there in um, California when they played the Angels. But um, we did snap out of a, a three-game skid to hold off the Angels, 4-2. to two. So it should be an interesting series against Toronto. I've said from the beginning of the season, it's going to be a three-team three race between Toronto, the Rays, and the Yankees. Right now, the Yankees are um, playing well. Uh, so are the Rays. And, of course, Toronto is right there also. So I, I think that if you look at the um, the Rays right now as far as some of the stats over the first uh, 30, 33 games. Uh, you look at some of the, uh, like I said, the stats you have. Wander Franco, 38 hits. Uh, Rosarina, 27 hits. Batting average, Franco, 304. Home runs, Brandon Lau, uh, five of them. No one harder than Manuel Margot, though, um, the last week and a half playing out there in right field, 20 RBIs, and uh, no, Yandy Diaz uh, on base percentage. So um, when you look at what we've done so far, I don't think anyone's surprised. Nobody's really stood out as doing something exceptional or anyone uh, really playing all that bad. I, I think that uh, Cash will use the whole team and everyone needs to be ready. And that's what that's what makes the Rays a contender every year because of the fact that um, you never know when your number may be called to go into pinch hit, pinch run, uh, whatever it may be. So he keeps everyone on that team ready to go uh, in game shape. Uh, the bullpen is, is starting to get a feel for when they're going to be called on in what situation uh, to, to go in, uh, whether it be a long reliever, whether it be a setup man or a closer. So we're all getting to the point where uh, they're knowing what they uh, is expected from them and they're going out there and they're performing well. It's going to be a long season. Again, only 30, uh, 33 games into the season. So uh, it's, it's really tough to break down the team at this point I think uh, right now I I'm surprised at uh, surprisingly happy actually the way that Mike Zanino is playing 
and also uh, Kiermaier in certain aspects when he's out there he can um, get a base hit at some times that uh, other players may not be able to he, he aggravates me sometimes not being able to sacrifice the runner when he should uh, possibly bunt but that's just the way that the Rays um, conduct business they don't want to play a small ball and again it has worked for them like we talked about and um now continue to see what happens but so far i think that the rays are playing as expected i think that it's going to be like i mentioned a, a long season we got to keep people uh healthy g-man Choi, mejia um brett phillips taylor walls Yandy, all those guys, we need to stay away from the injury bug and get ready for the uh, grueling season that it's going to be. We'll be talking more about um, them as we go through the, the rest of the season, obviously, but the Yankees are going to be there, I believe, all season long. Like I said, the Toronto Blue Jays are going to be there as well. So uh, we can't rest on our laurels in that division. We need to get up and ready to play every game. Your thoughts on what you've seen so far from the Rays this year? Go to JimmyBSports.com and uh, shoot me an email. What you saw that you liked this point of the season as far as what you've seen that you haven't liked so much and uh, what would you like to see more of? What would you like to see the Rays do more of? I've said for myself I would like to see them be able to produce runs when they have to in situations that may cause or may call for a uh, sacrifice uh, bunt someone to possibly steal second, steal third, a hit and run situation. Um, I would like to see more of that, but uh, no, that's just my thoughts. Would love to see what you think. Give me a call, 877-448-7901, sportsatpower901.com. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Jimmy B Show on Power 90.1. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-726-2194-800-726-2194-800-726-2194. That's 800-726-2194. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. And some golfing news. Phil Mickelson making the headlines again. Uh, within the last 24 hours here, he just announced that he will not be playing in the PGA Championship that starts this coming week. Uh, he announced a little while ago that he would be playing but he decided that he's going to withdraw. He is the defending champion from that tournament from last year up there in Kiowa Island in South Carolina. He was uh, 50 years old when he won it last year as the oldest uh, major champion. But 
Controversial. Uh, it seems that controversy just seems to keep on following him. Uh, his comments about the PGA Tour and the Saudi Arabian financiers of that uh, LIV that's going to be uh, up and coming here. Lots of um, news in the golf world. The PGA said that they will not grant releases for players that had requested to play uh, in one of the opening events there in the Saudi Tour. I don't understand, to be honest with you, uh, what leverage the PGA has over these players. I was always under the impression that these golfers are um, independent contractors and can basically play uh, where they wanted to in any of the sanctioned tournaments as a professional golfer. Uh, obviously, I was I was wrong in um, assuming that, but I think that you're going to see a lot more controversy in the upcoming months, unfortunately. You're going to have lawsuits with the PGA um, and this tour headed by uh, their CEO there, Greg Norman. Norman's made some comments in the last week that I totally don't disagree, that I totally don't agree with. And I think that it's going to be a showdown, unfortunately. And it's going to take away from, if you look at all the sports, golf is supposedly a gentleman's sport where you have honor and integrity uh, above all else, starting with Bobby Jones years ago. So I think that it's going to come down to um, greed. As always, and I do believe I do believe that the golfers should be able to play in the tournament of their choosing when they want to. If the PGA wants to keep more players on the U.S. soil, then do something to um, make sure that happens. Whether it's larger pots potentially, uh, sponsorship appearances, fees for. Um, different events, whatever it might be, but they can figure something out by saying that you can't do this. Really, it makes Mickelson's comments earlier this year starting to make some sense in what he was saying with the uh, the PGA's monopoly on what's going on. Uh, Again, it takes away from the game, in my opinion. We should be talking about the players that are going to be there. I know Tiger is scheduled to play uh, in the tournament, in the championship next week. So I'm sure we'll be talking about him as the the week progresses. Guys, that's all the time we have. Um, As always, you know, it always goes by too quickly. We'll catch up again next week. I appreciate you all listening. The number is 877-448-7901. You've been in the gymnasium. My name is Jim Barron. As always, stay vigilant, be safe, and above all, stay positive. We'll talk to you next week. You've been in the gymnasium. (laughs) 